now. It is such a privilege because it's my first time, actually. It is. It's definitely my first time being in conversation with award-winning comedian, Lifetime (laughs) Achiever Award, (laughs) award winner um, uh, at uh, the Comics Choice Awards. He's one of the most, uh, um, he's got one of the most animated faces in the comedy industry. Yeah, he just pulled her face. Has more than thirty years' experience in the game. Yeah, thirty-five actually. Is it thirty-five now? May May nineteen eighty-three was my first professional gig. I just want to say it. How's it, my cousin? (laughs) (laughs) My cousin. My cousin. You know, a lot of people actually, if they meet me and they say, "Can you phone somebody?" and then I say, "Listen, it's Barry Hilton." I'll say, "Hi, it's Barry Hilton," and they go, "Oh, nonsense, man." And then say, prove it to me. And when I go like, my cousin. Yeah. Yeah. Then it's, they know it's me. They, so I'm very lucky. Yeah. So I'm, you've got a show coming up and we'll talk about that in yes. a short while. Uh, so are you still based in Hermanus? Yes. Wow. It's fantastic, eh? Yeah. So you're spoiled. You get to see the, the, the dolphins and the whales. Yeah. And I swim a lot in want. the ocean there. So I had to go on a diet because people started calling me Barry the Beluga. <laughs> in that wetsuit. <laughs> <laughs> no, no wetsuit. I'm white suit with my skin. <laughs> so I thought I was so a white whale. So you have blubber as well? <laughs> yeah, big time. I've, now I've got on a diet now. Yeah. No, it's like a, Amonis is just a really nice place to stay. It's just far enough out of Cape Town to be, you know, it's a weekend jewel and mm-hmm. it's quick enough for me when I go to, if I work, when I fly all over the place. Yeah. It's an hour and a bit. So what did so, you choose the small town life? Why? It was just accidentally we were, I was doing a, um, a tour mm-hmm. in the Cape and the guy from the, um, the Windsor Hotel in Amonis actually contacted Sandy, my wife, and said, why don't you guys just come and stay for a couple of days? And I said to her, Amonis. Isn't that where the old people go to sort of get ready? Because the, the number plate is CEM, <laughs> which is short for cemetery. But I know. So basically, and I, so then we went there and we said, hold on, hold on. I, well, I said, hold on, this is a very lovely place. Great schools. We found out, of course, you have a jack. Mm. And um, just the way of life in Amanus is wonderful. Right. And so we decided, we, we sold up, we were in PE. We sold up, we moved to Amanus. So mm. it's Lekker, we, we've been there four years already. Wow, that's beautiful. It's Just really to cool. Slow I'm the, the pace unofficial a mayor bit. as well. You? Yo, no, I haven't been voted in, but I'm, you know, the mayor there. Everybody knows. Said, everybody he's knows here. he's the mayor. It's amazing <laughs> how that name is just stuck. Absolutely. It came from the fact that I forget people's names. Oh. And I call, I just, every, just everybody as my cousin. That's really, that's the real reason behind it. Wow. But I guess I everybody needs that kind names. of trademark, that thing that we're so Yeah, you need a you. thing that people know, you know. It, it's the funniest thing. It, People who come to my show know I walk on stage, I take my time, I have a drink, I clear my throat, and I walk up to the mic, and then I go like, my cousins, and then people laugh. And every time I think, why are they laughing? <laughs> <laughs> because I haven't said anything yet. I can't tell you either, but it's just funny, Barry. Oh, You're asking I'm very for too much. Pardon? You're asking for too much. Yeah, that's a, that's a, but I think maybe it's the, the face. Maybe, because your face is very animated. I must Absolutely, say. You, I'm, I'm very blessed. You've all sorts of contortions with it. Uh, but in another life, you worked as an electrician, what, six years or so? Ten years as an electrician. My father forced me to be an um, electrician. I wanted to be an actor, and he thought he asked me if I was gay. But he didn't say it as nice as that because my father was a tradesman himself so he said you will not be an actor because only gays and that you know was very go learn a trade trade. so i became this trade and i i I actually sort of got immersed in the trade and i thought well this is what me 
you know what it is and then i just something it nagged at me all the time this is your life yeah it was at my life and then one day i said no i can't do this anymore you, you have to make choices in your life what do you do i said i just can't do this anymore i have to do what i want to do so mm. i became a male stripper <laughs> <laughs> no so i just started comedy i actually Lucky, I lied to get the job. Yeah, I you said you were from, from the UK. From, from Liverpool. I spoke like that, like a bloke from Liverpool. I can talk like that, no problem. And the guy at the, the agency thought I was from Liverpool, so they gave me a job. Mm -hmm. That's my wife outside taking photos. <laughs> Hello, because you've yeah. got your son with you, Jack, as well. Yeah. Lovely. So it's a family affair. Absolutely. So that's how you got in the door. That's how you got it uh, on that's the stage. That's how I did it, yeah. And I've been doing it ever since, and I love it. And I want to tell you that every single time that I'm on stage, it's just... A wonderful feeling and I'm I don't I really don't do it for money I, the money is something you get yes but I do it for the fact that I can actually make people laugh and have fun with my own life and I tend to turn I, I can take tragedy and turn it around mm -hmm. and that's my ability so I can take most ob things and um, yes yeah, uh, last week in fact we had a singer some Piwe done in our Friday profile yes. and she was also talking about what it feels like to be on stage it feels like that's when she is uh, uh, in like God is speaking to Absolutely. her that, or that's there the is this thing that is happening this channeling through her on stage so it's, it's incredibly powerful do you know the the sound of the universe they say it's E you know the, mm. the chord I hear that in my ears I promise when, you, when I'm on stage it, it sort of sounds like for me it's like my ears it rings like that and it feels like my feet don't touch the floor that's that's really that's a, i think that's what the people get addicted to right. it's for nothing else but the fact that you can go on and talk to people and people listen to you it's yeah, a it's wonderful feeling and i'm very blessed wow, i just wish that my wife would listen to me <laughs> What about your children? You have my children too. <laughs> so you've got six kids. I have got six kids. Your I'm youngest is here, Jack. Yes. Um, he's going to be announcing you on stage. Apparently, he said to me he wants to announce me. He started doing that about a year and a half ago. He came to me with a sh we're doing a show in Amarnas, funny enough, and mm. he just came to me and said, "Daddy, can I announce you?" And I said, "Seriously." He asked me, how do I do it? I said, you go on stage, you make the people quiet, you look at somebody and just wait, and then you announce it. And he smashed it. And he keeps doing so it. So he just loves doing it. And I believe, um, as an older father now, you realize that you've got to give your kids every single opportunity to do something different mm -hmm. because we are tired of living in this tunnel. Mm -hmm. You've got to expand. So he's only seven. He's going to be eight. As mm -hmm. he, told, he proudly told you he was eight. But he's only seven. <laughs> yes. um, what a wonderful beginning for life. So he's going to have no problems talking to public people. Exactly. That's, and that, if you can have communication in your life, it's your life is much easier. Right. Imagine him in a class because that immediately says you can lead if Absolutely. you're able to stand in front of people. And, he does and just that confidence, it's a confidence builder. So I'm I glad so. that he's going so. through this uh, exercise. Brilliant. Now, well, I, I got three kids in the business, say. Eh? Three? Three of my boys are in the business. What do the others do? One of them is a musician in London. And two of them are, they visual, they video engineers. Mm -hmm. They do that big screen projections and all that, all over the world. How did you feel one about stays that? In the, well, I love it because that's one they wanted to do. I didn't, I didn't like my dad. I said to them, do what you do, bro. My one boy, he plays on the streets in London. He yeah. plays on the streets and he earns money, plays on the streets and he earns money daily. Hoping he'll make enough. That's his choice. He mm -hmm. wants to do it. He must do it. Mm -hmm. So what can you do? Let I mean, them live what did your lives. dad say when you told him you wanted to do radio? And he said, no, he go said, into, go, I, you're going to vets to study BCom. Yes, absolutely. And then you study BCom and then 
Look Get a job now. in checkers. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying about 702? <laughs> no, 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 702 is better. But when, when you tell people, I want to do this, and, and if it's outside the normal sphere, yeah. the people go like, what are you mad? Mm. And what, what, because they can't comprehend or they haven't got the <laughs> to, to go forward and make a fail. If you're too scared to, to fail, don't start. Mm. Mm-hmm. But it's it's so much better to fail after you've started than to never start because you're too scared to fail. Is that how you deal with doubt? With those, Absolutely. That I, voice that always… You don't understand. There's a couple of hours before I go on stage and it's I've, I'm so nervous. It's frightening. Mm-hmm. And I, I've always said to Sandy, when I lose that nervousness, then it's time to stop. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually nervous. I feel I get uh, like I want to vomit. Mm, you know, like literally. That's, yeah, I know I'm sure what you, you mean. get in the pits of your stomach. You think to so come on radio because, to get on a stage and yeah. see same thing. Same thing same with thing. you. You behind the mic. Yeah, you don't know if somebody's going to phone up and say, "Seriously, get off, you rubbish." Yeah, yeah. But everybody loves you. But one person can say that to you and you destroy. Oh. It's funny, eh? So we, we focus be on... Be kind to us, guys. We're nice people. <laughs> we are. We're so nice people. So you... I, I read somewhere that you, you were a fan of uh, Richard Pryor. Oh, huge. And uh, Billy, Billy Connolly. Billy Connolly. And you, you've opened for him. So yes. what is it about their style? Billy Connolly was something really special. Um, he just was one of the first guys in the, in the English side that was... To, or English, sorry, Bill Scott's... That was talking about life mm-hmm. and instead of jokes. And Richard Pryor was doing that. And I love the way that Richard Pryor was so animated. And I believe that's why I got a lot of my style because I, I Richard Pryor's my hero. Wow. He's just number one comic in the world. Don't argue. Mm-mm. That's my thing. So, and Billy Connolly had the, the wherewithal, if you will, to do something different. And I was, when I was working with him uh, in a place called Jersey in, in, um, just outside of England. In uh, St. Helier mm. in the city. And he, uh, I opened for him for four nights. Ooh. And after the third night, he came to me and he actually took the time to come into my change room, mm-hmm. you know, and said to me, Listen, son, you are very funny, but you need to stop telling jokes and start talking about life. Right. And Billy Connolly actually changed my life. He probably doesn't even remember it, mm-hmm. but he physically changed my life because that's exactly what I did. I stopped telling jokes and I just started talking about life and what happens in life and yes. things like that. Because you never talk politics. You never talk about religion. No. It's all this observational type of, oh. of comedy. Like, a th- for instance, one of the things I talk about today, I'll do it loosely now. As you get an older, you, you look at life differently, you know? Mm-hmm. You know? And mm-hmm. uh, so fishing has become a very interesting thing in my life because fishing is the, uh, probably one of the only sports in the whole world that nobody expects any result. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, Blue? Go fishing. Okay, I'll buy, I'll go to the chip shop and get some stuff anyway. <laughs> but it's the truth. It's, <laughs> so then I talk about that. You know, you can't, like a golfer goes for a golf swing and he checks this and he, he changes his swing coach and he changes his ball coach and he changes, but like, what, what is what a, do what does a fisherman do? Okay, go on a diet. <laughs> and if you go on a diet, you're actually going to be more lean. So you'll be able to throw that. <laughs> No, there's nothing you can do. <laughs> it about. doesn't work. Let's go to Guido who's calling from Midrand. Hi, Guido. Hi there. Hi, good afternoon. Hey. Barry's listening. Yeah, hi. Hey, hi Guido. How's it, man? I'm fine. No, he knows where I'm coming from. Birchley, uh, Jane's Nursery, 30 years ago. My kid went there. And oh I God. met uh, I met Barry Hilton uh, on the way in to fetch my kid one day. And he looked at me, his eyes rolled around, and he talked. And I thought he was the funniest person. <laughs> He Thank had you. Rovers. I bought a Rover V8 off him. Rover V8, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, the green I remember one, the that. S, 
Yeah, you remember that. Yeah, and we... every every Christmas he would used to come and talk jokes to all the parents for the kids. That's the right. Funniest so. jokes. <laughs> Thank you, Juna. I really appreciate it. All that does is tell me how old you are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's good. Thanks for being my fan. I really do appreciate it. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Enjoy it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Take you can hear from Guido just thinking back. He's still laughing. Absolutely. He didn't say anything that's funny. That's years ago. I just looked at him and, yeah, that's what it is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But if I'd have it. listened to the detractors, I would have been an electrician still. Right. Because the amount of people that said to me, oh, no, 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 you'll never be as funny as Billy Connolly. And my thought was, well, I don't have to be as funny as Billy Connolly. I have mm-hmm. to be as funny as Barry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if that's funny, it's good enough. Right. We, yeah. So that's another thing, though. Uh, <clears throat> I want to go back to observational comedy. Uh, yes. Because then you use these regular, everyday life moments. Yes. And you find the humor in that. And yes. you also run these workshops at the I same do. time. Barry Hilton Talk Funny, and I yeah. show people how to create comedy. Yeah. It came from the fact that I was on stage once, and uh, it was I was going through a really bad time in my life. I was really having a hard time, mm-hmm. uh, divorced and the whole thing, and I was really having a hard time. I was just married to Sandy, mm-hmm. and uh, which was a really hard time. <laughs> <laughs> Can I stay yet? So, no, I'm only kidding. So Sandy was cool. I went on stage, and my brother phoned me, and my brother... Um, was suffered. He had cancer, wow. and my brother died eventually. But he was he phoned me from the hospice, you know, mm. and said to me, um, "The doctor hasn't given me long. What should I do? How can you ask your your younger brother that?" And I immediately said, "Commit fraud, because the judge will give you nine years." <laughs> so my brother and I we laughed about that. He said to me, "You're such a poopball." I said, "I know. That's the way it is." Bro. And then, but you see, people what people don't know when I put the phone down to my boot. Mm. They called me on stage. So I'd just been speaking to my brother who's going to die. And then they said, ladies and gentlemen, mm. Barry Hilton. Mm. I walked out to like 700 people. I, they didn't, they don't care. I had to just say, hey, my cousins. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm sure you've had bad days where you've had of to course, come in. Of course, but you have to kind of leave to, everything. You have to. And the performance has to take yeah. place. It has to take place. So how do you teach that, though? How do you uh, uh, um, teach an audience to find the humor to, to well, create just, those moments? I think. I'm very fortunate in the fact that I, I talk to my audience. I'm not one of these comics who are 100% scripted and starts with A and ends with. I talk and if something goes, oh, hey, how's it? How are you doing, bro? And I talk to the people and I love that because people give you such feedback. Mm. They're my fans, so they've come to see me, so what the heck? Yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> incredible power in storytelling oh, and even in, in what you do. It's wonderful. I, li- I love also the ad lib stuff when people ask me, or what do you do? I do this. That One of the jokes I tell, I might actually, I might if it, if it gets there i was talking about how women control men mm-hmm, okay mm-hmm. and i said to this guy in the audience tell me bro what is your name and his wife answered <laughs> <laughs> point proven right there. and i said there we go <laughs> and then we went on for about 10 minutes about that <laughs> but he becomes the um he's the what uh, the or she, she's the, the confirmed speaker in the house. Yes. That's yes, a, yeah, yes. Designated spokesperson. So <laughs> men have got no chance. So that, I wrote the thing about that just by talking to a guy. Yeah. So it was great fun. And I really, I'm very fortunate that that happens. And I, I have such fun with my audience. It's really cool. Mm. And I'm not one of these guys who does the backstage thing. I've never ever done it. Unless and then I'm hang out to. backstage. No, I don't do that. I can't do it. I, I sit you in go phone. in the crowd. Yeah, I talk to the people and how's that? How's that? And then I get on. Look, it's a different style, but that's the way it is. I hate coming from backstage because it, 
the I'm the cousin. Does it ease everything? Yeah, for me. Well, I'm the cousin, and people come to see the cousin. So why can't I be cousinly with them and friendly? And, <laughs> okay. You know what? And then after my show, I always sit and mingle with the people because I have fun. Yeah. No wonder they love you so. Let's take well, a break, Barry. Uh, we'll be back with so much more with Barry Hilton, taking your call, uh, Charlie, and some of your comments. Uh, but first, let's uh, uh, take a break and we'll uh, carry on with our Friday profile. Back with Barry Hilton. Not much time left. Charlie, we go straight to you. What's your question for Barry? Hi, good afternoon. Good day, Mr. Hilton. Um, I just Ollie. wanted to ask you yeah. uh, just to two question phase. Okay. Um, the one is, after your shows, obviously you want to mingle with everybody. Do you yeah. not find yourself emotionally exhausted? Like yes, I do. I, I actually get very tired, but the fact that I talk to people and I, I love listening to people and chatting to them, it sort of eases me into my reality that I'm actually just a normal person. At that moment in time when I'm on stage, it's who I am, but I, it is, I get emotionally tired and physically tired and very hungry. Yeah. And the second <laughs> one, Charlie? And, and the second question is, is when you're out with just general friends or whatever, do you feel that there is a perceived notion that, well, when Barry's there, Barry will be at the center of attention at the table and he'll always make us laugh? Uh, or can you just sit there quietly in your own little zone no. and you don't really have to say anything? I can never sit quietly. But the friends I have, uh, I choose my friends very carefully and they are all funny. So we always have fun together. And, but I never, you know, if somebody comes up to me during a, a meal, it happened just now, my wife and I were having lunch, people say, come to talk to you. I always say to them, come sit at my table, come. And they go like, you want to sit at your table? Yes, put up. Of course, you're going to pay the book. <laughs> 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 we all can, we have books, we're coming to your next show. Oh, that is fun. fantastic. I look forward to, come and see me. It's the whole family, actually. It's my mother, father, and my in-laws, and uh, my husband. And your everybody. mother, your father, and your in-laws. Wow. <laughs> Am I going to ruin that for you? So, we all like each other. I, well, that's fantastic. I look forward to seeing you guys. Charlie, thank you Thanks, so much Charlie. for that call. Thank you. So, uh, show dates, of course, are the 23rd and 24th, today and tomorrow. So, 8 o'clock tonight, half past 8 Lyric tomorrow. Theater, yeah, at the Lyric Theatre. At Theater. the Lyric Theatre. And then later on in the year, you're heading to... Um, you have a big tour coming up. Yeah, I'm going back to Hong UK. Kong, the UK. Oh, I'm getting the UK. For, yeah, actually, that just came through. I'm doing shows in the UK and Ireland and all that stuff. Scotland. And, and you, then, fit, you you pack arenas. There was a time when you packed the Sydney uh, uh, Opera House. Yeah, Opera I House. Do, whatever. It's, you know, the size of the room is relevant to me. It's the fact that I'm working and the fact that I can work and, and have fun mm -hmm. and earn a few shekels. That's what that's what the most important thing is for me. The size of the room. Uh, yeah. It's not, I mean, I was working at the Sydney Opera House, 2,000 people. I would just as well go and work at um, Café Rue in Nootuk for mm -hmm. 100 people. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter to me. Mm -hmm. You know, so I just love working and I'm very blessed that people still want to hear me. Yeah. No, well, you're very fortunate. But I mean, if you're yeah. good at what you do. Um, and some time back, you were obsessed with maths. Now it's fishing. So these, what maths. you have. No, I still like maths. You still love maths. Oh, maths is, yeah. Why? Maths is the universal language. I've heard that it's another it's, language. Well, it's language, it's the language maths. of the universe. Mm -hmm. So if you, if, like somebody lands, you know, because they say we've got aliens on Earth and all that stuff. So if you somebody and you talk to somebody and then you think he's an alien, so you ask him, give me the square root of 9,427,000, and if he answers you immediately, run. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember in one of your uh, comedy sets, you said, no, aliens actually only land in America. That's right. just, that was the movie. Yeah. They only land in America. But it was fine with it. <laughs> There's another one.
one that I loved. I mean, it just it still cracks me up. Uh, where you uh, talked about five South Africans, like yes. trying to don't joke. what South Africans? That was right, but it's true, eh? It's South Africans. You know, we're the probably the only country in the whole world that actually can talk about each other's idiosyncrasies across our things. Yes, and 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 have a laugh about it. It's a joy. I love being a South African. It's cool. Smoky yeah. Oaks. Come to my show, otherwise I'm coming to your house, but I know where you live. <laughs> so it's tonight and tomorrow, the 23rd yes. and 24th of February. It's at the Lyric Theatre, so it's a great space. Absolutely, it's great. Brilliant room. So I'll see you tomorrow. I can't. Night two, wait. and I know your sets aren't the same, so, yeah. you know. Well, there we go. If you can go to both, it's ideal. Okay, 100%. <laughs> Very and they're filming you. it for DVD tonight. Ah. Yeah. So is this the one that's going on to DSTV? The one that's going on to the uh, live series. Oh, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Well, Barry, thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate the fact that you call me in and appreciate We it. love your thank work. You. Absolutely thank adore you. thank your you. work. My cousins, come to my show. Thank you. Otherwise, he's coming to your house. Yeah. <laughs> it's